Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour, bonjour. (laughs) It's a snowy day in Maine here on Deer Isle. So happy to join with you. (sighs) Yes, we're rip-roaring into this new year. It's powerful. It's beautiful. It's so great. And I'm glad that we get to join together and share it. Yes, indeed. And let's start with a prayer like we always do. So we take a breath. I place my hand on my heart and I'm grateful and thankful to consciously attune to the love of God that is our very nature. It is the ground of our being. We are grateful and thankful to open our hearts and open our minds to that higher Holy Spirit self. So grateful and so thankful to allow ourselves to be uplifted, to be inspired, to be activated. So grateful and so thankful to increase our willingness. We are truly grateful and truly thankful that the infinite intelligence, the infinite love that is our very essence and nature is leading us and guiding us in every moment. That higher Holy Spirit self walks with us and talks with us, and we are truly accepting the atonement for ourselves. We are grateful and thankful to allow our healing to simply be. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Ah, what a blessing. Yes. So grateful that we're sharing this opportunity for healing together. So grateful to allow ourselves to have the wholeness of love as our guide. And yippee. <laughs> so grateful. Uh Let's dive right into this wonderful topic. I was talking with my friend John Mundy just before, uh, and we were talking about the topic, willpower and willingness. John Mundy is going to be my guest next week. I'm going to have a couple of guests this month. And then as I have been, I've done every year except for one, I can't remember which one, um, every year I make the month of February all about relationship kind of using that uh, Valentine's Day as a jumping off point. Um, So next week, I'm going to have John Mundy as my guest, guest, Bubba. He is going to be talking about the power of decision. And uh, he's doing a class on that through the Power of Love Ministry. And uh, so we'll talk about that as well. This class is going to start later in the month. And right now I'm thinking about willpower and the power of our willingness as being two different experiences of power. And (laughs) one of the things I can tell you is it's so valuable to really be aware of uh, the difference between willpower and willingness. I have really enjoyed contemplating this uh, in the last week or so. Uh, Partly it came up because I was preparing for what I'm in right now, which is my five-day free challenge. It's a free program. Come join me. A five-day challenge on self-sabotage and self-medication. So, as I was just talking about with John Mundy, um, for me, for a very, very long time, self-medication was a form of self-sabotage that was very challenging for me, very, very difficult. And I really, uh, it was awful 
And I'm so glad that uh, that time has passed and I'm not uh, steeping myself in the shame and the low vibrational guilt and all of that, that the self-medication, the self-sabotage was causing. So if you're listening to this and you'd like to come take my challenge, it's totally free. Five days, we are rocking it out. Come check it out at jenniferhadley.com, five-day challenge. And we're doing this five-day challenge. I'm doing it right now uh, in large part to support the folks who are going to be with me in Masterful Living. We start next week. My year-long course registration closes January 14th. Um, And uh, so this challenge is like revving us up. Uh, but everyone is welcome to join us. It's free. And uh, I was actually, you know, actually now that I'm thinking about it, it was doing my New Year's reboot class on January 1st that got me thinking about willpower versus willingness. So, um, you know, in... uh, In A Course in Miracles, it says to us in um, this beautiful quote that I love, it says, you must change your mind, not your behavior, and this is a matter of willingness. You do not need guidance except at the mind level. Correction belongs only at the level where change is possible. Change does not mean anything at the symptom level where it does not work. So where it cannot work, where it cannot work. So this is from the fear and conflict section. I know, I know, I love that fear and conflict section. Well, isn't that what we all experience so much of, fear and conflict? That's why in Masterful Living, I suggest to everyone, in Finding Freedom too, read that fear and conflict section. It's just a few pages. Read it every day for a week and then read it once a week forever after. So uh, when we're trying to use willpower to change our behavior, No healing happens in our mind. But you know what does happen in our mind when we use willpower? We're affirming our sense of separation and our sense of lack and limitation. Now, come along with me on this because just think about when you might use willpower, right? So you're going to use willpower to keep yourself from having another glass of wine, another piece of pie, right? You're going to use willpower to not follow through on your impulse to uh, be sexual with somebody it's not appropriate. You're going to use willpower to make yourself get out of bed, right? We're going to use willpower in all these different ways. Very different energy than willingness. We use willpower. There is a subtle, maybe it's not conscious, maybe it's subconscious or unconscious, though I I don't think that those terms really exist on a spiritual level. But yeah, I can go along with them on a psychological level, no problem. It certainly feels unconscious, feels subconscious. Uh, But to me, consciousness is consciousness, and these are appearances, but that's fine. So um, when we are using willpower to resist the temptation, let's just call a thing a thing, there's an affirmation of the temptation and the causes of the temptation. Now, of course, Miracles talks about temptation, says all temptation is of the body, right? Where it seems like the body has power. Like it seems like the body is craving 
the alcohol, the cigarettes, the sex, and all of these things. It seems like it's the body. It's not me. It's the body. Well, we are not a body. It's true. But we do get identified with the body. And the body just doesn't have any thoughts. The body does not have the craving. It's in the mind and it feels like it's in the body. And we prove this through our spiritual practice that cravings we thought were in the body are dissolved and resolved, permanently healed back to the root cause by means of an effective spiritual practice. Right, So we don't have to manage and cope anymore. We don't have to use willpower anymore. We've healed the root causes of it. So this is one of the things I'm talking about this week during this five-day challenge to end self-sabotage and self-medication that I'm running, this free class. Because I struggled with self-medication probably from the time I was maybe 12 or 13 that I really knew I was trying to sublimate my feelings, dampen my feelings, distract myself with food and things like that. And um, I started drinking at a pretty early age. I would just like steal some from my parents you know, a little of this, a little of that, make these horrible, disgusting concoctions because I was just looking to get high off the alcohol. So I didn't care what it tasted like. And um, I would steal cigarettes from my mom. She was a smoker back then. And so I would do these things to sublimate my feelings, to numb out um, starting at age 13. And so for decades into my forties, I was still really struggling with feeling compulsive about self-medication and willpower was what I thought I had to try and keep myself from being overly self-destructive and self-sabotaging. I had to rely on willpower because the compulsion to self-medicate at times would be so, so strong. And, of course, a lot of the time I would give in to it. Um, and as I was talking about in the challenge, one of the things that I really found was that the more I took spiritual classes and was raising up my vibration, well, the more I would feel compelled, compulsively compelled, addictively compelled to find something, smoking, eating, drinking, even exercising, zoning out, watching television, these kinds of things I would find to bring my vibration back down, right? So I didn't have the willpower to not try to, I didn't have the willpower to attempt to hold on to the high vibration. I had no one to talk about this with. I didn't know anyone who was talking about compulsion and self-medication and things like that. To me, that was for people who were in AA. And I, while I had addictive, compulsive problem with um, all kinds of things, uh, it could just as easily be exercise as alcohol, really. You know, you can get a high off of exercise for sure, for sure, for sure. And you can go through withdrawal, too, from the endorphins, for sure. So for me, I, I felt I had an addictive, compulsive personality. And what, what I didn't know was that for me, on some level, I was punishing myself and I was just in a place of trying to keep myself playing small. 
that's why I do my stop playing small classes. And I think that you can actually get those for free. There's free classes, but there's also paid classes. You can get those classes, stop playing small. And for me, that's one of the most powerful topics that I can share on because, and I'm sure there's episodes in the, uh, the archive uh, this year we're going to hit our 400th episode. Woohoo! Who'd have thunk that when I started back in 2011? So, when we are trying to control our impulses with willpower, where's the healing in that? There's no healing in that. You see, it's an ego distraction. And then what happens when we're trying to control our urges with willpower? It's like a nonstop affirmation that we have a problem, that we are a problem, that we're a sinner, that we're a loser, that we're a failure. It's It might be subtle for some people, but it is in there when we're trying to use willpower to make ourselves do anything. We're not divinely guided when we're using willpower. It's ego power, and the ego has no power. Everything that is ego-based, in a sense, is self-destructive, right? So if we're trying to get willpower enough to do something, then we don't actually have willingness for healing and for change. What we have is we're making ourselves do it. And you know what it is? It's like the very clear um, rise into our uh, consciousness of the parent and the child, right? The parent has the willpower and the child is going, no, I don't want to, I don't want to. And the parent is saying, you have to. If you dare, if you dare drink today, if you do that, oh, that's punishable. And the child's going, oh, but I want to. Why can't I? I want to, right? So we get into that inner battlefield, that conflict, right? So this is why the teaching comes from fear and conflict section. And, you know, what it what it talks about in terms of conflict, very simple, so helpful. I love this. When I first read this, I went, oh my God, this is so good in here. It, it talks about conflict arising from simply we say we want the peace of God, but we're not willing to employ the means necessary to get it. So what is necessary? What are the necessary means for us to have the peace of God? A little bit of willingness. That's all it takes. All that is required is a little bit of willingness. That's where we start. And that's where, sorry, I had an alarm set that I forgot about. <laughs> so willingness is what comes from spirit. It's the willingness to let spirit lead us and guide us. It's the willingness to put our place, our trust and faith in spirit that is healing and it's a whole load of difference from willpower so no matter how long we are cultivating willpower no matter how effective we are at using willpower to stop the behavior it will not heal the mind that is compulsively addictively behaviorally desiring craving, wanting, needing that thing, that behavior, that substance, that whatever it is. It's going to fill that ego black hole of not enough, separate. So now I, I, I'd like to be really clear here that because it really resonated with me, I felt a big ping 
intuitively when I said using willpower to get out of bed. Um, willpower, you know, to resist the temptation. Sometimes it can be very useful to use the willpower enough to be like a wedge where we can then insert and energize and affirm and declare and be grateful for a true willingness or even just a little bit of willingness. So, yeah, you know, it might take some willpower to throw back those covers and sit up and be on the way to being willing to live differently, to be powered by God and to work for God incorporated instead of the ego might take you a little bit of willpower, but don't rest on that because there's no resting there. It's, it's a swamp it's a quicksand. It is something that will pull you in uh, like you're sinking into a foam mattress that has no bottom. Uh, that's the thing. So begin to cultivate when there's a feeling of craving, needing, wanting, addictive, compulsive behavior is coming up. Take a breath. Inspiration comes in on the breath. It does. Spirit speaks to us seemingly on the breath. So take a deep breath. Be grateful that you're recognizing that you're attracted to something that's not going to support you living the life you truly desire. And from there... Call upon spirit, call upon God, call upon Jesus, call upon a higher vibration than your own in that moment, right? To me, it's all the same. We're all part of the same one life of God. So whether I call Jesus, Holy Spirit, Archangel Raphael, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, Archangel Michael, whoever I'm calling, whatever I'm calling, I am calling upon God. So God help me now. Jesus help me now. Holy Spirit help me now. Same thing. So I start with gratitude, raise my vibration. I'm grateful I remembered I'm not alone. I am willing to call upon a higher vibration than my own right now to hold my hand, to lift me up, up above the low vibration of repeating shame and regret and guilt and most definitely self-punishment, self-sabotage, playing small. I am willing to rise up out of this swamp. I am grateful and thankful that spirit does not know that failure is an option. Only ego knows that. So ego's use of willpower ensures there will be a failure. Because let's say you have the willpower of someone who that you never drink again, you never smoke again, you never uh, engage in pornography again, you never do anything that your ego says is a sin, is bad and wrong, and you manage to use your ego willpower to never do that thing again. The temptation is there, but you're able to counteract it through your use of willpower, just let's say, well, then you're going to miss your whole life and the healing opportunity. And that's the truth of it. 
We'll talk more about that. Coming into a break here. Before I go into the break, I just would like you to know, especially if you're new to this broadcast, thank you for joining me. We have a huge archive. We have two archives because we filled up the first one. We're starting on a second one. So we have the A Course of Miracles and A Course of Miracles archive. All the episodes are in two different podcasts, A Course of Miracles and A Course of Miracles archive. And then you can get all the transcripts at livingacourseofmiracles.com forward slash radio. And you can also uh, receive, uh, we have so many wonderful resources for you. If you would like to get email reminders about when that transcript is uploaded and what the key ep- key things, highlights of that episode are, you can send a text message to us, text the word radio to the number 35227. The number, excuse me, the word radio to 35227. And you'll get an email later in the week when we post the transcript. And you can also, uh, you can get free text messages, inspirational text messages. And you can text the word uh, text to 35227 and get those. Oh, I'm sorry. Miracles. Miracles to 35227. It's time for me to take a break. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about willpower versus willingness and such a great topic. I love it. And as we were going to the break there, I was sharing that um, if you'd like to get the free text messages, Course in Miracle quotes every day, um, then uh, just once a day. And we'd send it between like, I don't know, 9, 10 a.m. and um, 7 p.m., something like that. So, uh, and we do it according to the time zone of your phone number. And uh, we also occasionally send announcements, you know, like when we're running a free class or something like that, we'll send an announcement. Um, And you just text the word miracles to 35227, miracles to 35227. Also, if you're new to this broadcast, you may not know that my ministry, the Power of Love Ministry, has a huge resource at livingacourseofmiracles.com, and there's a ton of free classes. There are the radio show transcripts. You can also easily find there the app, Free A Course in Miracles app, and uh, you can go to ACIM app, app, uh, APP rather, and you'll find that there. Uh, I'm going to be at the Course of Miracles Conference in the UK in May and the Course of Miracles Conference in Boston uh, in May also. And those details are at the events page at jenniferhadley.com. And so I, I love to share all these resources. One of the things that we're going to do at both uh, at the conference in Boston is we're prior to the conference, I'm going to do a whole workshop, free workshop for folks who are interested in uh, being a study group leader, Course in Miracles study group leader. And I think I'm going to do something afterwards, totally free, spontaneous, after the conference in the UK on Sunday, if you want to stay for a few hours extra. So uh, I'm really interested this year in doing everything I can to support people who are interested in starting their own study group, having a study group, uh, because it's so valuable when we can connect together. It's just life-changing, absolutely. And so uh, Course of Miracles tells us that the very best tool we have for changing our mind is our relationships. And ain't that the truth? 
So <laughs> in uh, the fear and conflict section, we were talking about um, symptoms and behavior. So it's paragraph three, and the fear and conflict section is section six in chapter two. And in paragraph three, it says, you must change your mind, not your behavior. And this is a matter of willingness. You do not need guidance except at the mind level. Correction belongs only at the level where change is possible, which is at the level of the mind. So we don't correct our behavior. We correct the mind that's choosing the behavior or believes that the behavior will somehow bring benefit, right? There's such a thing as um, negative benefits that uh, the ego pursues all the time. This paragraph closes out with change does not mean anything at the symptom level where it cannot work. So that's why Course in Miracles is not a program of behavior modification. It's about healing at the level of the mind that ripples out to all of our choices. This is what I was talking about in um, the challenge yesterday that I, I never would have known until I actually experienced it that the thing that would shift that compulsion to self-medicate, to distract, to zone out, that impulse, it really came from that guilt that A Course in Miracles talks about, that we all carry around, the guilt that we've left God, we've denied God, we've uh, really walked out on God, and we've done a crazy turnaround and said, no, no, God has abandoned us and left us in this world. But A Course in Miracles students who are willing, begin to recognize that I am the one who pushed God out of my mind. And I am the one that started to think about separation and value my thoughts of separation, value my thought that this one is better than and this one is less than. And maybe in this moment, I'm the one who's better than. I know right from wrong, and that is wrong, and I am right or it could be less than, oh my God, they'll never be interested in me. They'll never pick me. They'll never choose me. <laughs> I um, <laughs> Sometimes when I'm on retreats, uh, I'll do things where I, I like to get people into small groups with people they don't really know, have a fresh experience and fresh perspective. And so I'll say, okay, you, you, for the team captains and you each pick somebody you don't know. And uh, then people will say, oh, it's that thing. I'm always afraid I'm not going to be picked. I'm like, well, the reason you wouldn't be picked is because they know you already. So it's not about, it's funny how the ego can just interpret everything into I'm not lovable. Something's wrong with me. That is its mission. <laughs> It's not on a mission uh, for love. It's a mission for separation. So change does not mean anything at the symptom level where it cannot work. So our uh, healing only occurs through cultivating the willingness, not the willpower. So if you feel you need the willpower to resist doing something that's intensely self-destructive. I'm asking, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying that will not produce healing at the level of the mind. So if that's where you start, don't stop there. Like if, if you start in the sense of it helps you to get out of bed, willpower, to throw back the covers, put your feet on the floor, Start there, but then jump right into gratitude and willingness partnering up. 
So if you've, you have been listening to this radio broadcast for years or for a substantial time, you'll know that the prescription for healing that I'm continuously reminding myself of, and of course sharing with you, is we partner up. We don't go it alone. We call upon a, a, a higher vibrational consciousness than our own. So that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Archangel Michael. That's the Mother Mary, the Jesus, the Buddha, Kuan Yin. I love them all. They are my my pals and my guides. So being grateful that we can partner up raises our vibration so that we can more clearly partner up and we are cultivating the willingness to make a higher choice that in and of itself i'm willing to make a higher choice i don't feel like getting out of bed but i'm willing to make a higher choice i'm willing to get out of bed even though there's a strong pull to stay here stuck in dread and fear and worry and doubt or whatever's going on. There's a strong pull for that, but I am willing to have a new experience. I'm willing to put spirit in charge. I'm willing to have a healing. So for me, I I went from this experience of feeling compulsive and addictive uh, with anything that would bring my vibration low and take me out of really succeeding in life as a spiritual student and a spiritual teacher. I just kept returning again and again to that child self that wanted to escape, like, you know, to be like Alice in Wonderland falling down a rabbit hole and escaping this world. Escaping into fantasy was a favorite drug of mine for a very, very long time. And fantasy and vision are not the same. I've done broadcasts on that. But when I started to focus on just the willingness, and for me, there were many, many times when I was starting out with this that I would say, well... I'm willing to be willing, but that's as close as I can get right now. I'm willing to be willing. I am willing to be willing. Think of that. Now, a little bit of willingness and a lot of willingness, they are different, but they're still both willingness. It's like a little bit pregnant, a lot pregnant. They're both still pregnant. (laughs) So... Any amount of willingness. Willing to be willing is a pretty good place for us to begin. And that willingness to be willing has gotten me through some really rough times. So I'm encouraging you to employ that. And it's so much better than willpower. Holy Spirit, I'm willing to be willing. I'm willing to be willing to forgive. I'm willing to be willing to stop judging. I'm willing to be willing to stop complaining. I'm willing to be willing to make a higher choice. I'm willing to be willing to love myself. So through this effective spiritual practice, I found that the impulse or the compulsion to self-medicate was gently falling away, no longer necessary. Now, one of the, the sort of hidden secrets in our spiritual expansion and growth, one that we talk a lot about in Masterful Living, one of the reasons why I know Spirit guided me to start this Masterful Living community 11 years ago was that a lot of people are like me. Like attracts like, like-minded souls. A lot of people are like me. And I here's what I used to do. I was talking about this in the challenge too because... 
I would get like every day for the five days of the challenge, and I think I'm going to add a sixth day, but because <laughs> it's so good, um, I would get the worksheet to fill out. I've been sending everybody a worksheet. Uh, get a worksheet for each day. You can jump in and join us wherever you are. It doesn't matter. You can catch up. So you get a worksheet each day to fill out. First day's like three times as long as the rest of the days, just to jumpstart it. And I would get a worksheet like that, and I think, nah, I don't have to fill this out. I know the answers. See, I've already looked at these things. I already know the answers. But by joining together in the community, people actually, I'm asking them, what is your answer to this question? And about very specific numbers, percentages, numbers, things like this, which no, you don't know the answer to the question until you start filling it out and thinking about it. Awareness is curative. Awareness is healing. And if you're filling out these worksheets with the intention to stop being ego-identified, playing small, self-sabotaging, self-medicating, feeling like a failure all the time, if you're setting an intention, instead you're filling out these worksheets to self-empower, to self-love, to cultivate your willingness, you will experience insight and some healing. So we have two um, healing homework sessions each day. You can come to one or both. They're essentially the same, but different people, different energy. Uh, One's in my afternoon, one's in my evening. And so fun to come together and talk about these things. Just expose them to the light of truth because most of the time people are a lot like me, which is I used to feel terribly ashamed for uh, not having the willpower or the willingness to transform my life. And so uh, I would self-medicate in 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 uh, shame and in um isolation i didn't want anybody to see me it was very unspiritual so that's one of the reasons why i feel compelled to talk about it to compelled to share about it because i felt so deeply ashamed i didn't see other people talking about it okay okay my friends in aa and things like that they're talking about it but they're addicts No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But on some level, that is what the ego might say. Oh, I'm not like them. I'm not an addict. Well, I was completely addicted to shaming myself, to playing small. Yes, yes, yes. So... In the fear and conflict section that I love so much, it talks about doing something very, very radical, which is to stop trying to work at the symptom level and to really begin working at the level of the mind. Remember, this is chapter two, so it's early on in the text when Jesus is explaining that Really, if you would like to have the peace of God, if you would like to experience the joy and the freedom and the prosperity and the wholeness of God, what's required for you is to make that choice for it, to choose for God, to be willing to look for the higher choices and make the higher choices. That's the only way. It's really going to happen. But you don't need to do anything. This is what he talks about also is, and I I did a show on this. I think it was two years ago now. Good Lord. Lord Almighty, I think it was, on I Need Do Nothing. He tells, Jesus tells us so clearly, look, you can't do it anyway. You can't do the healing. Don't even think about that. You can't do it. So I love that. Oh, okay, I'm going to relax thinking I need to find the willpower to make this happen and do it. I just have to be willing. Huh, what a load off. 
I can be willing. So we can joyfully move into that place of being willing to be willing and move into the space of being really willing, gratefully willing, abundantly willing to let go of all the determinations, all the decisions, everything that we're thinking of, whether we can remember that we ever thought of it or not. Just give it all to the Holy Spirit for healing. In the fear and conflict section, right after the talk about this, trying to make a change on the level of symptoms or temptation or compulsion where it cannot work, right after that, Jesus says the correction of fear is your responsibility. When you ask for release from fear, you are implying that it's not your responsibility. He says you should ask instead, instead of a release from fear, ask for help in the conditions that have brought the fear about. These conditions always entail entail a willingness to be separate. So all conditions that we think produce fear are actually a byproduct of our belief in separation. That's right. Every condition in our life that we think is the cause of our fear is not the cause of our fear. The fear is caused by a belief in separation. And what Jesus is saying here, be willing to ask for help at the level of cause instead of the level of effect. Just think about this. All healing is at the level of the mind because that's where the cause is. It's a thought, it's a belief, it's something we're holding in our awareness that's not true. That's the essence and nature of the problem. If we're looking for the problem to be healed at the level of the effect, which is the situations and circumstances of the world, the feelings that we have about it, the feelings of fear, the feelings of conflict, even the thoughts of fear and the thoughts of conflict. Oh my God, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm always going to keep going. And these kinds of thinking, these are an effect. They're Yes, they, they uh, will also produce their own effects if we believe them and energize them because all thought produces form at some level. But the real cause of us thinking these thoughts, being attracted to these thoughts, believing these thoughts, is our belief that we're separate. It's always what the root cause is. So we feel that we're being punished for liking being separate. We must like it, otherwise why do we keep choosing it all the live long day? Yeah. So effective spiritual practice begins at the level of willingness, and Jesus will correct the causes of fear if we ask, if we allow it. So every time we're afraid, this is what I share in Master for Living, every time you're afraid, it's like stop, drop, and roll, right? Stop, just take a pause, drop that thought, that belief, into the into spirit's hands, if you will, right? Not to anthropomorphize God, but we can give it to spirit. I like to lay it on the altar. Drop it on the altar. And then just roll on away from it, right? God's got that. That's not my problem anymore. I put that on the altar. I need do nothing. Then, of course, there's going to come the opportunity to take it off the altar and start treasuring it and polishing it all over again. Stop. 
drop it back on the altar and roll away from it. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I like these little things like stop, drop, and roll. You know, that's what you do if you, if you find your hair's on fire, your clothes are on fire. Stop, drop, and roll uh, to put the fire out. But really just giving it to spirit for healing is so powerful, so powerful. Uh, I'd like to take a moment here and say thank you to all the people who support this radio show. Your, All your donations make such a difference. They make it possible for us to transcribe all the episodes. And now we're making them into videos, uh, which are being posted at my YouTube channel. Um, you can search for Course of Miracles Radio at YouTube. And, uh, what else? Um, sorry, I was just distracted by the technology here. <laughs> um, we've got the uh, Course of Miracles text messages. You can find that at livingacourseofmiracles.com. You can find the Course of Miracles app, the free app for whatever device you have for your tablet, your iPad, your Android, your iPhone. Uh, we've got for all these different devices the A Course in Miracles app. It's the one with deluxe features. Uh, a Course in Miracles complete with deluxe features. You can search. It's it's a wonderful tool. I built it to use it. And um, oh, and I'll, let me mention that in addition, we've got Masterful Living registration is closing. And uh, it's my year-long course, so if you'd like to join us, please sign up now. I've got the five-day challenge on. That's free right now. And um, I'm doing a healing retreat in March. I'm going to do a teacher training, another uh, How to Lead My Forgiven Be Free workshop teacher training, and that's in March. Uh, March, I think it's the 15th to the 20th, and then from the 20th to the 24th, I'm doing a healing retreat with Lisa Natoli, Corinne Zepko, John Mundy, and more. We're going to do forgiveness work, healing work. We're going to celebrate. We're going to dance. We're going to do yoga. We're going to have a great time because when I get together with these people, believe me, we know how to have fun and, and play. So we'll be doing that. Two events there in March. You can come and join us and do the deep healing work with us. And the reason I do them back to back is we got people coming from long distances sometimes. You can come and stay. Let's take that breath together. So grateful and thankful for the love of God shining in our willingness. We are grateful and thankful to be more willing than ever before. We put the Holy Spirit in charge. In gratitude, we let our healing be. We share the benefits with all we need to do.